Hello, welcome to Brenda PM with Thoughts from the Tractor and Russell. Hello. So we've been thinking, I think I start every podcast with so. So? <laughs> I do, it seems like I always say so. Hmm. Anyways. Well. Well, there we go, they change it to well. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking a lot about quality versus quantity in all areas of our life. And so the thought from the tractor today is whether it is about the stuff we have or the days we live, may we, may we choose quality over quantity. Correct. So what brought this to mind, well, I think about this a lot, especially working with um, older people and family members who are aging and people who are sick who have to choose between, you know, treatments versus quality of life and and um, so I, I think about I think about this a lot as you know mm-hmm yes you do and we talk about it a lot yeah so I um, I was talking to this couple and um, they're in their 80s and the family members are wanting to her to do less around the house. Like they live in a, a small place. Um, they've moved to the smaller place already. So they've already downsized. But now, you know, like she does a lot of baking and ironing and, and she's always done that. She's always been a busy person. But of course, the family wants her not to do so much. Mm-hmm. And... So I asked her, I said, why, I said, what would happen if you didn't do the things that you love to do? She says, I would be so sad and I'd be depressed and I wouldn't have any reason to live. And I think so many times as the children of older people, we put on our concerns onto their lives and tell them what they shouldn't, shouldn't be doing but not realizing what they're doing is actually part of living a quality life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 um, you, well, <laughs> you have to put yourself in their situation. Mm -hmm. You know, we uh, as we get older, we cherish the things that we we can do. Mm -hmm. And by telling our loved ones, you can't do that anymore, you shouldn't do that anymore, you're taking away, we are taking away their freedom. Mm -hmm. That gets harder and harder all the time as we age. Mm -hmm. and, and so we have to put ourselves in their situation. Mm -hmm. If you've never had a situation where you've been hurt, sick, something, and all of a sudden you can't do anything, you really appreciate the things you could do. Are you speaking from experience? I am speaking from experience. <laughs> I, when I was 40, I split my pelvis. I was three months not walking, seven months off work. And I couldn't wait to get back to work, mm -hmm. let alone start walking again. I was told I'd never lift over 30 pounds, all sorts of bad news. And and my first response was, well, you're wrong. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it gave me the motivation to heal and get strong again. 
and and I had people tell me, well, you, you, you won't be able to do this anymore, and you won't be able to do that anymore. And I'm thinking, well, holy crap, what's the use of living? Mm -hmm. If I can't do the things that I love to do, mm -hmm. like, what's the use? Right. What's the use of going on? And that's what happens what we, we do with, with our parents or elder, elderlies or our loved ones, is we, we tell them you can't do that. Well, who are you, first of all, to tell somebody that they can't do something? Mm -hmm. And second of all, put yourself in their situation. Yeah. It's not easy. No. Well, aging is aging isn't easy, and I think we we want to control what everybody does, and and that's um, kind of the issue, right? You put limitations on people, and it's not up to us to put limitations on people. If they're of sound mind, and even even I think of people who aren't of sound mind, who have uh, this, let's say the the beginnings of some type of dementia, and they let's say they love to walk and they love being outside and they love to work hard outside, but they're still being safe, mm -hmm. right? They're still safe. But some people want to take that away from them because they're worried about them when really that's what, that's what they live for. If they've always been a person who stays outside, who is an outdoorsman, and then we put them into a place, you take away their spirit. And I think as soon as we start taking away people's, um, the things you love, every time you can't do the things you love, you take away a part of that person. Absolutely. And, and if if we're that concerned for their safety, uh -huh. well, maybe go for a walk with them. Uh -huh. Bake cookies with them. Be with them. Instead of telling them that they can't. Well, yeah, you still can. Here, let me, let me help you. Let's yeah. do it together. It's pretty easy to sit back in a chair and say, you can't, you can't, you can't. Uh -huh. But get off our butts and do things with with people be involved be involved see how they do it yeah you know and and if if we're really concerned for their safety and well-being well maybe we should spend more time with them and let them stay in their house as long as they can and 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 help them along through this um it it's it's life coming full circle mm-hmm our parents raised us, spent sleepless nights when we were babies, fussing and young kids, and and now it's our turn to be that with our parents. Mm -hmm. They need our help, and maybe we will have sleepless nights. And but that's life. Yeah, yeah. That well, life. well, and I think it's choosing, right? Like you're, like let's say, for example, your dad. I mean, we have offered him to come stay with us, live with us, if that's what he chose. chose. Yeah. But he wants to live where he has all his friends. and, and But if there's ever a time that he wants to be here, we will accept him here. Mm -hmm. So because that's, I mean, if this is where he ends up, you know, his last months, years um, on the farm, then that, that's a gift we can give him. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But... I think our society has gotten so much into whether it's your stuff, our stuff, all the things we have, 
you know, we have a lot of stuff, but not really quality stuff. Mm -hmm. And that has, that has trickled in big time to also the quality of life we live. So we buy cheap stuff and we can, and we also end up having a cheap life. Mm -hmm. And so it's getting back, I think, to having a quality of life without all this cheap stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, so yeah. I think I just, my, my passion, one of my passions is to help people live a quality life and help them see their parents' ability to have a quality of life with support. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and, and supporting families in that and saying, you know what, it's okay. It's okay that if their life might be shortened, but if it's quality, if they're having quality years, if we're going to take away everything they enjoy for them to be sad and depressed, then like you said, what's the point? Yeah. And a friend of mine is, is just a story about that. Okay. A friend of mine is, they, they, they were farmers, they had cattle their whole life. And my friend's dad was, you know, he was starting to get a bit of dementia, but every day he'd go out and look at the cows. Mm -hmm. And then one day he got out there and one of the cows roughed him up a bit and he ended up in the hospital. Well, the son got so mad, he sold every cow on the place. <gasps> no! The dad came back and there's no cows. And he became very depressed, oh. sad, miserable. And the son told me, and to quote him, he said, I wish to God I would never have done that. It, oh. was, it was me that got mad, not my dad. And my greed shortened my dad's life by making him sad and depressed and took away what was his life. His life was cows, cattle, being with them. Oh, that's you, you sad. Get, and you get, you know, sometimes you do get roughed up by an animal. It happens. But that was his passion, his life, what he wanted. And I took it away from him because of my own greed and guilt. Wow. Yeah. That, and I guess, too, that when you say that, tell that story, the part, the thought that comes to my mind is, what if, what if he got killed by the cows? Would he rather have gotten killed by the cows being trampled on, let's say, or have nothing and be in a home mm -hmm. with nothing? And I think that's where we put safety over quality even sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if it's asking the person, what is it you want in your life, especially closer to the end, if that's where you want to be and what you want to do, why not? Yeah. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like extend your life a couple more years because you're in a home where you're sad and depressed. That's not. Where nobody's coming to see you because they feel like you're getting taken care of. Mm -hmm. So whether, it, whether we're 20 or in our 50s like us or in 80s and 90s like our parents, 
I think it's evaluating what is quality of life and how we're going to live it without having so much quantity. Mm-hmm. Simplify. Yes, but really simplify. Mm-hmm. And simplify even our thoughts about what quality of life means. That's, right? That's a whole new other study. Yeah, it's a whole other thought. It's a whole other thought, yeah. Right? What is what is quality of life mm-hmm. and what is your quality of life? Mm-hmm. And live it. Yep. Exactly. So with that, we're going to go to work to have a quality <laughs> of life. <laughs> yes, we are. Mm-hmm. So have a, have a fabulous day, everybody. If you like our podcast, please follow us on Apple or Spotify or Anchor. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Thoughts from the Tractor, Brenda PM. Have a great day.